0: I've definitely had dreams of um, people who I've known who've, who've died and in, in some ways it feels like a, a communication with a ghost or the remains of a person's soul, but I think that that part of the person is just what's left that's living inside of me and I think that's a huge part of what ghosts are, is like the remaining pieces of a person who, that's living with, within you.
1: Today on the LoonCast, we're gonna set up some of the questions that we'll be exploring over the course of this podcast. Do you believe in ghosts? What do you believe in? What happens after you die? Do you believe in a soul? We wanna give you a sense of who we are as people and what we believe, because we think that it's important that you know where we're coming from as we explore these questions. Both so that our beliefs don't escape scrutiny and so that it's clear we're engaging with these questions as people and not as experts. Here, briefly, are the voices of the loons you'll be hearing throughout the series.
2: My name is Philip Russell, and I believe a good story can change your life.
1: Hi, my name is Ben Thorpe, and I believe that someday, this is all gonna make a lot more sense.
0: Hi, my name is Shira Kresh, and I believe that we create our own reality.
3: Hi, I'm Evan Mikolonis, and I believe that there is an end.
1: Without any further ado, welcome to the first ever Looncast. Psst.
0: What are you listening to?
1: You are listening
2: to the Looncast. You're listening to the Looncast. I,
1: th- I think ghosts are just. Um, they have more to do with the people who see them, <laughs> that it's, uh, that I, I see a ghost because, you know, it has something to do with my psychology and, and where I'm at and who I am. And, you know, that external ghost is just an expression of, of something that's going on inside my head. And I guess for me that, that means that it doesn't, it doesn't matter that it's real or not in, in a measurable way, in a kind of scientific way. Because it's it's real to the person who's seeing it, and it probably does, you know, very real things to them. Um, but it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think ghosts are just, you know, flying around somewhere.
2: I think so. <laughs> I'm not really sure, though. Like, the scientific part of my brain wants to just tell me, like, nah, that's not, <laughs> that's not real. But there's that other, you know, the writer side in me that wants to be like, well, there's so many people saying it. I have friends who tell me about, you know, they they've been in the hospital and they have like almost premonitions of like someone dying and then they end up dying and like these kind of things that we're not able to 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 explain yet, if ever. Um, The I want to believe in them. I like I want to think. So I think I believe in ghosts. I'm I'm skeptical, but I'm hope I'm optimistic. I'm kind of hoping that um my skepticism is misplaced
3: i mean i don't know if there's any story in particular but i have a good story for for the balance between the logic of ghosts and your belief was when i was um a young man at niagara falls you know where they have all the wax museums and they have all the tourist gift shops they also had a, a haunted house and i remember i was just old enough to, for my mom to let me and my older brother go. My younger brother had to stay behind. So we went in and, you know, it's the, it's a typical scary house, but being your, my first time, it was very scary to the point where I was like on the verge of tears. I remember getting halfway through and me and my older brother yelling till we got horse to for help to get us out of there. And we were going down one dark hallway and, um, my brother just had had reached his, like, comfort zone level where he couldn't stand anymore and neither did I, but him being the bigger one pushed my head into the wall over and over again. Well, actually, a push is, is a polite word. He slammed my head into the door over and over and over again until it actually opened up, fire alarm went off, we got out, found my mom, and we went on with our day like nothing happened. But. Looking back, the fear was very real, even though the house was very fake, and I think that says a lot about ghosts. Because at that moment, it was real.
2: I. The more I think about it, cause that's the question I think about a lot. I don't think I've ever, I ever really was very religious. I always thought, like even as a kid that it was more like I was going through the motions like this is what you're supposed to do as opposed to actively actively thinking about it and um but you know now being you know 23 and you know I'm considered educated you know I graduated from college or whatever I'm supposed to be a a learned person whatever you want to call it um you know so often you get told that you know that stuff just isn't real you know it's not it's not true, there's no backing behind it, whatever, you, whatever, you know, phrase you want to use, and, um, you know, so I'm constantly told that, and I feel like on the service level, like, that's usually what I believe, but there's always, a kind of this this part of me um, deep down that I, I feel like I just want to believe that there's something else, there's something more, you know, that there's some meaning behind that and you know I think that again kind of goes back to me being a writer you know like my job is to inject meaning into things that may not necessarily have any
3: I guess I believe that there's much more to this world than I could possibly know so I guess my belief is the absence of belief but wanting to believe in something that doesn't mean that I'm necessarily looking for something like religion because I enjoy having questions, but I also enjoy hearing tons of different answers, which is why it's fun to not know what you believe in.
0: I've never felt super concrete in any anything I believe in about the world and the way that we experience it. I think it's something that you have to approach with an open mind, always looking for ways to see more. And I think that's exactly what belief is. Belief is a lens through which you can see the world in different ways. And that's Um, the beauty of it. I I think
2: that's kind of the funny thing about belief, that it's something that, um, you know, at least very thoughtful people, uh, they go through stages. You know, belief isn't, true belief in something isn't a linear process. It's something that snakes many different ways. It's, you know, it's like it's like a a cracked glass. There's many different um, little snaking paths that you go down and try to find the answers to, and maybe that isn't right. And then you go back to that kind of main path and go down another one. You know, it's um, it's something that I feel you have to constantly readdress.
1: So I think that's probably part of the you know what is made me think the way that I think about the world. Uh but the other thing is, and I think this applies, um, when I turned 18, my dad uh drove me up to a cabin in the middle of the woods this is the dead of winter. Uh and he had had me a couple of weeks before talk to he said, Talk to the role models. Talk to people you respect Um and get books. Good get book recommendations. And so Kind of went up into this cabin in the middle of the woods, and this is the dead of winter. And he dropped me off for a weekend, and said, "You know, decide what you decide what you want for your life. Meditate on what you want to be." Uh, and I, I think there's some degree of that kind of going out somewhere and investigating books and and just kind of being alone. And meditating and kind of trying to make sense of who you are and what you want that I that I guess I would you know maybe that's more spiritual (laughs) uh, than religious but I think is a, a real part of who I am and the way that I see the world is kind of investigating investigating out there and investigating you know in here in yourself and I think that's a big part of I think that's a big part of who I am.
2: I guess the more I think about it, I can't say I ever truly believed in God, but at the same time, I, I do remember times in my life, especially well when I was younger, I don't anymore, but where maybe I was stressed out about something or you know something was bothering me or I wanted something to happen and I, I remember sitting in my bed and praying and things like that. Um, and it could just be kind of rear view viewing but i i don't think i i really believed in it and at least in the christian sense of it um maybe i just believed that there has there had to have been someone who was listening you know um
3: i do believe in a soul but not in the mystical way like it is it is it's like you no matter what you do or what happens to you that there's just something inside of you that's going to be you no matter what i really believe that what you are and what surrounds you makes you who you are so in that way i believe that there's a soul because people are different because they ex- are different and they experience different things
0: well what do you think happens to the soul then if you say there is a soul what happens to that soul? See, that's why die? i
3: i don't buy into the mystical part of a soul that it lives on So you, you believe die.
0: in a living soul
3: yeah, I guess if that's a thing. I just believe in more so personality. A I think that is a, a better like it's a way bigger, of describing right? what I'm thinking of.
0: It's something is. bigger than a personality. It's like your spirit, right? Or is that synonymous completely with soul? I think that there's more I think spirit to is also
3: h- the same as a personality. Is it? I would say so.
0: They're all just words.
2: Do I believe in a soul or something that something inside of us that makes makes us that is more than biological um yeah Um <laughs> uh, i do yeah i just it seems like there has to be something and may, maybe it is biological maybe it is just you know a mixing of this and that and throw in some of that and you get phil russell you know maybe that is what is what it is but if that's the case, I'd at least like to think that whatever chemical recipe, you know, that I'm comprised of, whatever it is, whatever whatever ingredients it takes to make Phil Russell um that it's like a one-off that <laughs> that you know, there can't ever be another Phil Russell. It's not there isn't there isn't a recipe book that, you know, you could flip open and and do it again. You know, I think that there has to be something that makes us us besides just the blood flowing through us
0: what happens after you die if
3: i had to guess i would say nothing and i say that because to me the answer is comforting because if if you think that nothing is going to happen after you die i think you appreciate living much more
2: yeah i mean i I think you know the, the rational side of my of my mind agrees with that that sentiment of, well, this is it, you know? Um, But I think the kind of romantic in me, or you know, whatever you want to call it, um, wants to believe, or does believe, I guess that side of me does believe, that there is something else, you know? (laughs) Whatever that may be.
1: I I think this is it. (laughs) I think this is all we get, I think after you die you' you that's you're done you're dead um and I think there may be you know maybe there's some comfort in thinking about ourselves as uh going back to being a part of you know all the other things right your ad- atoms go up to make trees or whatever um because I think the reason that we wanna think of, about something else happening happening after death is because. It's more comforting <laughs> it's terrifying to think that this is this is it but I think it's also more realistic and I think it makes you live more responsibly And I think when you start to see yourself not as just the individual who goes on forever but as you know an expression of something that's a part of the whole then your responsibility to make the best of this and to behave in a way that is, you know, does well for everyone else and everything else uh, shifts, right? I I think you're more accountable if it's not just your, you know, little soul going on forever and ever and ever.
0: picture. It meant nothing that day and it was it was the sad looking Jewish person. And so a few days later I was talking to my coworker Dora and she had this tarot deck. One of the things that she liked to do with it is pull one and it would say something about your day. So she pulls one one day and it's warning her of death death isn't really something that you consider on the daily it's like something that's not a part of your life until it is and it hits you so anyways she she reads this card, she tells me and I don't really think of anything of it and I go home that day and I was talking to my mom when I got home and she's like, hey, your grandmother's really sick Um, just want to let you know so I was like, oh, okay, still not thinking about anything else, and um, I find out later that night she passed away. And so and this was right around the time that I was approached by Ben about this project, and I told him about this, like, how, how how weird is that, that, like, I was warned in this silly card that there was, you know, or my friend was warned about death, and then, and we're very close, so I thought, okay, well, that, that's kind of funny, and then, um, I looked at my notebook the next day, and I have this, like, sad, like, crying Jewish person, and it almost seemed like, um, like it was foreseeing what was gonna happen, like, all of a sudden, like, this picture that I drew days earlier had meaning, like, oh, it's about, like, the funeral that's gonna happen this weekend, um, and it's just funny, like, I don't believe that anything that happened caused one thing to happen or one way, but I, I feel like that idea that that card could have meant something is kind of it's a it's a lens to to be more conscious and to look for these patterns that may not be there but it's it brings meaning to a situation that otherwise um was kind of two-dimensional so here i am left with this story that with all these like random pieces and and suddenly they work together in this narrative and Um, So I guess that's a moment where for a second I believed in something bigger than science, so to speak.
2: Special thanks goes to Liz Thorpe, who provided some of the wonderful music in this episode. If you liked what you heard, you can find more of our work at soundcloud.com slash lthorpe. The LoonCast is produced and hosted by Ben Thorpe, Philip Russell, Shira Kresh, Evan Michelonis, and Gretchen Mathos. Well, that brings us to a close on this first episode of the LoonCast, and that's just a taste of what we hope to explore on our podcast series, A Shot in the Dark. We started this podcast series as a way to confront our never-ending questions and anxieties toward death, belief, and what happens next. We named it A Shot in the Dark because it's just that. We're by no means experts on anything we're going to be exploring, but we are hungry for answers and we're willing to seek out the people who can aid us in finding them. Our goal for this series isn't to try and sway you into thinking one way or another, but instead. Just to present many different avenues for which these lifelong questions can bring us down, all in hopes of starting an ongoing dialogue about these tough aspects of life. We'll be starting the car up soon to venture across the United States for the whole month of August, all in hopes of discovering fascinating stories to share with you about death, belief, and the supernatural. But we'd hate to miss out on a great story because we weren't at the right place at the right time. That's where you come in. Tell us your best stories about death, belief, and the supernatural, and maybe you'll be hearing from us about appearing on a future episode. For further details, visit our website at www.thelooncast.org. We are The Looncast, and we have questions.
0: Hi, my name is Shira Crush, and I believe my guinea pig isn't who he says he is. My name
2: is Philip Russell, and I believe monsters live in the basement.
1: Hello, my name is Ben Thorpe, and I believe in the power of clean socks.
3: Hi, my name is Evan Michelonis, and I believe that my mom's pasta sauce recipe
2: isn't a secret.